Welcome to Full Rigor, a Florida true crime podcast. I'm Karen Curtis, and this time we're going to talk about guilt by association, which has taken on a completely new connotation in the technical age, especially with DNA and these genealogical websites where you submit your DNA. Well, now some states like Florida are requiring law enforcement to get a judge to sign off on a warrant in order to access DNA stored on these family tree websites. So, you know, in the recent past, you had the Golden State Killer and a suspected Florida serial killer, Robert Hayes, just in 2019, nabbed because of a DNA match on a family tree website. In 72-year-old Joseph D'Angelo's case, you know, he was the Golden State Killer. Uh, It was a match with a distant cousin. And about 30 million people have added their DNA to Ancestry databases like Ancestry, 23andMe. And without even realizing it, if you do submit your DNA to an Ancestry database, you are possibly giving police access to the genetic makeup, relationships, and health profiles of every relative, past, present, and future in your family whether or not they ever agreed to be part of such a database, because DNA is familial. In fact, in January of 2019, anyone who was arrested for a felony or attempted felony here in Florida has to provide a DNA sample, has to allow them to swab their cheek for DNA, and then that DNA is uploaded into the DNA database, the national database CODIS. Now, it used to be that only if you were convicted of a felony, now it's if you are arrested for a felony. In fact, President Trump recently signed the Rapid DNA Act into law, which allows the courts to routinely take DNA samples from people who are arrested but not yet convicted of a crime. And in 2019, a Florida judge in the Ninth Judicial Circuit Court provided law enforcement with a warrant she signed on the dotted line that would allow them to override the privacy settings of one such website, GED Match, to search the website's database of 1.2 million users. So I have dug deep and I found an expert on this topic, John Whitehead. He wrote a great op-ed about the ancestry websites requiring a warrant in order for law enforcement to access your DNA. And the title of his op-ed, by accessing your DNA, the government could soon know everything else about you that they don't already know. That's spine chilling. John Whitehead is an attorney specializing in constitutional law, human rights, and popular culture, and he's the founder and president of the Rutherford Institute. Welcome to Full Rigor. How are you? Oh, fine. Thank you. Uh, Just a little concerned about the future of the country. Right? It's getting scary. I mean, especially where the Fourth Amendment is concerned. Do you want to elaborate right there? What is the Rutherford Institute? Well, we're a civil liberties organization. We have a number of cases in the Supreme Court, and... uh, we defend people. I raise money to make sure they can get a lawyer when they're faced against um, government agents and stuff like that. So, and we focus on the first, basically the first and fourth amendment. But what we're seeing right now is the fourth amendment just being basically flushed down the toilet. That's, <laughs> I hate to say that, but uh, it, it requires the government before they do any surveillance on you to have at least uh, have some evidence of illegality. And it's, it's not an emergency. They need to get a warrant, but they're not doing any of that today uh, with all the surveillance cameras around the country and with uh, Facebook and Google and all that, uh, giving the government access to all your information, all the things you're texting. Local police get it now. Uh, and then with the DNA issue, which we're going to discuss a little further, I mean, it, it's um, we've become a nation of suspects. 
Right. I mean, it's guilt by association, too, with this DNA stuff. I mean, they're taking DNA from babies, right, and storing that in the hospital. Yes, they're doing it most of the time without, without parents even knowing it. And what people don't realize is they're storing it, and uh, different uh, corporations have access to it, but also the FBI, local police, and stuff like that. You know, the FBI has this huge database called Combined DNA Index System, it's been estimated they have about 50 million people's DNA samples. That's CODIS, and right? That's CODIS, yes. And the thing is, is that with that, uh, with a DNA sample, you can you, know, you can trace up to 300 people with a DNA sample. It's called familial research. They go into your past and find out who you were related to. Basically, it's um, what some of the great science fiction writers like uh, Philip K. Dick, they were concerned about the future in movies like Blade Runner, Minority Report about a government that would be uh, trying to pre-crime people. In other words, get the criminals before they become criminals or arrest them and lock them up. And so that's what we're seeing today. I mean, they're trying to figure out who the next criminal is going to be, you know, and it's, it, it's um, the, the scary thing is in 90% of the cases, the prosecutors agree with anything that comes out of a forensic lab on DNA and judges now are like that. So you can be uh, executed in, in this country, uh, under you know, criminal punishment, uh, and they have been for hair samples found, for example, at a crime scene. And I've talked to local police. They say it's so easy. All you got to do is uh, track someone, get somebody, you know, if they touch something uh, or their hair falls out, you can put it at a crime scene. And they can be prosecuted as a criminal for Tag, that. Tag, you're so, it, right. I mean, so DNA is really a modern fingerprint. It's like the silent witness, but it is not infallible right no it's not infallible i mean two israeli scientists said they could all they needed was uh a, a dna profile on their database listen to this and they can construct a sample of dna to match your profile oh my god all that yeah and they've actually said they can fabricate blood and sal- saliva samples containing dna from some other donor uh so we're moving into a government, by the way, I just keep telling people uh, artificial intelligence now is, is moving into taking over everything. You know, uh, the former Microsoft executive just recently said 1984 is going to happen in 2024 with everything we're seeing coming down the pipe. All the, you know, people don't realize this, but when you walk around uh, some of the big cities, like New York City, for example, has 15 million facial recognition cameras that watch wherever you go, your motion, that could be matched up to your DNA profile and they can try to figure, they know wherever you're going now. So and maybe maybe that's why are. they, maybe they want to defund the police because they don't need the police anymore because they've got, they've got your DNA oh, and sooner, they've got yeah, cameras so, on you and it's over. Oh, sooner or later, you know, in some states are using uh, digidogs that go up to people's front doors or robot, a uh, little bit like dogs mm-hmm. and they smell, do samples and they can, uh, the police speak to them. So, uh, we're, we're moving in that direction. There's no doubt about that where, uh, you know, all you need today is, uh, well, everybody uses their cell phones, their laptops and all that. I mean, you're giving, we're giving over all this information. And here's what most people don't realize too. Um, the intelligence cloud for all the 17 intelligence agencies like CIA, NSA, FBI are maintained by Microsoft, Amazon, (laughs) Google, and they have access to that information as well. So we've moved into like what I would call a corporate state that's making money offices off of us also, but they don't like people who are different. The great rebels of the past, let's say a Thomas Jefferson or someone like that. I mean, 
and the FBI has files on, you know, a huge database of files on people. They, so some people are asking up to 80 million people are on, on FBI files that they they watch and you can be guilty of something and you, you, you don't even have to be there anymore. Wow. Yeah, they can make it as if you were there. So we're speaking they can with make it as you were. John Whitehead. Yeah. He's a constitutional uh, attorney specializing in constitutional law. And we're talking about especially these um, familial, the family tree websites like Ancestry, 23andMe, Find My Past, My Heritage. Now, you know, if you provide your DNA, is it the same as like drinking from a cup or taking a drag from a cigarette and tossing it away? Do you have the presumption of privacy when you give your DNA? No. To these websites, can you opt well, out? Number one, number one is the FBI, CIA, the SNSA. They can tap into any of that, but also Family Tree DNA admits they give it over to the FBI. Really? Yes, they've already admitted it. So, you, and I'm sure you know, Ancestry, Ancestry has been linked to FBI sources. So, I would say that giving your DNA, I, I wouldn't do. I don't do that, and uh, I don't want. Hopefully, but like I said, if uh, if the government's watching you, and uh, they can watch everything you do. But see, most people don't realize this also. Congress, under Donald Trump, passed the uh, Rapid DNA Act, yes. which allows these police to have a, desk, uh, a portable machine the size of a desktop printer, and uh, it can analyze a person's DNA in less than two hours. Wow, it used to take forever, right? It so, doesn't take I... long now. And, and in that quick search, they can say, oh... Okay, it, it could have been your uncle. He lives nearby, right? Mm. Because they, they do. They they look at all your family members and everything and analyze it. So you're not being a conspiracy theorist, are you, John? I mean, are we? Are you? Well, no, people go to our is, website or go to our website at Rutherford.org. I, we footnote everything. Everything is footnoted with credible sources. Okay, our articles we write. This one is over oh, the war where genetic privacy is just beginning is the name of the commentary. Go to Rutherford.org and read it. And I would, I would warn people, uh, we do a lot of this type of stuff, warning people about the future and trying to get people to take action against it. And so you can go to our website, uh, sign up to get our uh, commentaries, follow us on Twitter. And we're trying to sound the alarm, you know, the Paul Revere, you know, the, the, Before it the happens. surveillance state, the surveillance state is coming, folks. It's almost here. And like you say, when you have a former Microsoft executive saying 1984 will be here in 2024 in three years, wow. watch out, folks. But John, you must admit these genealogical websites and the DNA there have helped to crack major cases like the Golden State Killer. And we had a Mm -hmm. killer here in Florida um, that was also nabbed through these websites. So, I mean, isn't that a good thing that we're able to catch serial killers? Oh, yes, yes, yes. And that's the thing. I mean, it's good. But the point is, and this is what we have to remind ourselves of in the country, we have a constitution here and uh, we have a, a Congress that should be providing privacy to individuals. I mean, if the police have a legitimate lead, like I say, there's credible evidence you're committing a crime. They have time. They should get a warrant uh, before they do. They go on all the websites and get all your information. But here's the point. They already have it. You know, so there's, it's, it's like if they, when they want to point something at us, they point it at us and take us away. The constitution is no longer a safeguard. And the founding people who wrote our constitution don't ever let that happen. Constitution is the safeguard for freedom, and that's what we have to uh, keep contained in our society. Or, like I said, we're we're gonna we, people get so afraid they're, they're gonna be afraid to go anywhere, move. You know, with this the COVID 
locked right. down. We saw that. You'll, you'll have people, why, why would I go out somewhere and touch uh, someone's door handle? Because I could be c- c- accused of a crime the next day. Right, So, because it's not really just psychopaths and serial rapists that are caught no. up in this investigative dragnet. It, it's anybody because it's a possible DNA match, including distant family members, that you become part of a circle of suspects and you can be tracked. One fellow was mistakenly convicted because of a dog hair that had his uh, DNA on it, was supposedly found at a crime scene. They found out later that they had made a mistake. You know, it's not foolproof. And you hear the Innocence Project using DNA to exonerate so many uh, people who are falsely It can be done that, too, yeah. And I've been involved with Innocence Project, yeah. They, it, it like goes I say, both there ways. are good and bad things. Yes, it goes both ways. Now, there's a number of states that had forbidden police from using government databases to track family members of suspects and these genealogy websites. Is it becoming more normal that you have to have a warrant, that law enforcement has to have a warrant? There's two, two, states, two states demanding it now. Uh, the problem is, I keep warning people, <laughs> Edward, Snowden, Edward Snowden warned us that the NSA, they can, you know, the FBI admits they can turn your phone on from a distance and it becomes a, uh, you know, a listening device. They can turn on your laptop from a distance, you know, from several miles away and it becomes a camera. So they have amazing hacking abilities. And that's an issue that if Congress would get their act together and start protecting us and you know, uh, it would be great. And people following the Constitution. The other thing is, you know, even if, okay, you say, I haven't submitted my DNA to any of these websites, so I'm good, and I haven't committed a felony or been convicted of one. Well, but they're taking DNA from babies in the hospital. But according to research from the Journal of Science, more than 60% of Americans who have some European ancestry can be identified using DNA databases, even if you haven't submitted your own DNA. Correct? Yep. That's true. I mean, it's good. It, like I say, it can, um, DNA is very complicated. It can go back generations. It, it's amazing. I mean, like I say, well, 300 people from one DNA genealogy, right. uh, example can be implicated as possible suspects. And, um, the problem I, I got to warn people over and give me a constitutional lawyer doing this for some 40 years is, and these, uh, different scientists have said it and warned us, you fabricate anything at a, at a crime scene. And so we had to really be careful that we're regulating how this is used. Yes. I mean, touch DNA, they can just replicate it. You touch something and they get a few cells and then they extrapolate that out. And also they find your DNA in an old cold case. Hey, there's no statute of limitations on murder. You could still be tag your it years down the road. Yeah. If you're walking along the street and just happen to touch a light, a lamp, you know, post crossing the street, when the police come by later, if a crime happens there, they get your DNA sample. If they have it on file, bingo, you become an immediate suspect. Because you're so you you were in the you, vicinity. I mean, so you just happened to be there, yeah. And then with uh, Google now following all our movements on our cell phones and they, all the time, I mean, they'll they'll be able to arrest and pull people over within hours. And it's already happening in countries like China where they do this, they pulling ex- people off the streets and are taking them to a camp or to the police and then to a camp. That's really scary. So you can no longer consider yourself innocent until proven guilty because... No, we are a na- we're a nation of suspects, yes. We're under a total surveillance state at this point in time. And I agree with the Microsoft executive, 1984 is right around the corner. Okay, where can people go to find out more about this again? You can go to our website at rutherford.org, rutherford.org, sign up and get our newsletter, follow us on Twitter, 
And like I say, we're, uh, we give all materials to uh, train people on the Bill of Rights, and people learn your rights and stand up for them for your children and for our future. And what if you've been accused of a crime after you have been identified through a genealogical website? Can they contact you for representation? You, yeah, we'd be, we'd be glad to look at any case like that. Yes, we would. How do they get a hold of you? Just go to the website, Rutherford.org, and it gives you all the information how to get a hold of us and fill out a form. We have you know, a lot of people contacting us. I'm sure you do. So thank you so much, John Whitehead. Again, he wrote a great op-ed about this whole topic. You want to check it out by accessing your DNA. The government could soon know everything else about you that they didn't already know. Da, 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 da. Thanks for joining me. Thank you, ma'am. So according to this guy, it's just a matter of time before the government gets a hold of your DNA. So that's scary. And as police agencies build out their DNA databases, they are collecting DNA not only from people who have been charged with major crimes, but also increasingly from people who are merely deemed suspicious, permanently linking your genetic identity to criminal databases. So it's something to think about. The ramifications of these DNA databases are far-reaching. You know, and he also said that if you're a little different, they don't like different people. They like everybody to think the same. You know, if you don't think like those on the left, then you get canceled. That's already happening. I mean, we are all now suspects in a DNA lineup until circumstances and science say otherwise. So just be careful and don't think for yourself. Wear gloves and don't sneeze in public and you'll be fine. But thanks to this technology, look on the bright side, there's less serial rapists and killers running around out there. Yay! <laughs> oh, well, that wraps up this episode of Full Rigor. Be sure to download my podcast, leave a five-star review, and a DNA sample. <laughs> Just kidding. Also, check me out on Instagram, Full Rigor Podcast. Wraps up full rigor. Thanks for joining me. Until next time.